Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more. Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast and Zoom call with Nick. Nick, tell us who who are you and what do you do? I am uh, Nick Loper. I run a site called SideHustleNation.com and for the last almost seven years have hosted the weekly Side Hustle Show podcast, which uh, features different part-time business ideas that uh, inspiring folks uh, just like you have, have started and built up to something substantial. And Nick, what originally gave you the idea to create the Side Hustle Show? Um, honestly, like a lot of uh, soul searching, to be to be honest, of like, what do you want to be known for when somebody Google's you? Uh, what do you never get tired about talking about? What um, you know? What do people ask you for help? What kind of like these you know mm-hmm. niche selection questions that are all over the place right now? Uh, started as a side project from uh, the business that I was running at that time, which was the you know that was the original side hustle. That was the vehicle that let me quit my job. That was a uh, comparison shopping site for footwear, which I know dates me a little bit because <laughs> compar- comparison shopping is not what it once was. Um, but in any case, had this thing built, um, pull in a bunch of footwear catalogs from a bunch of different retailers. Uh, the site would earn an affiliate commission on sales that were generated through the site. And that was that was my thing. Three years of nights and weekends uh, before I quit my job to do that full time, ran that for a lot of years after that, and then finally started the blog and podcast um, on the side from that to spread the gospel of this lower risk brand of entrepreneurship. And so now I have to ask it because it was a shoe comparison (laughs) site. Do you have like a lot of shoes now? I was like my own worst customer. Like I I don't know. I probably bought three (laughs) pairs over the course of almost 10 years. Nice. So over the years, you've helped people just deconstruct tactics and different strategies that you help them build an extra income or a side hustle, right? So what are maybe some ideas that uh, have been very popular that people have taken up from you or have learned from you? Um, Just short and sweet, just a couple ideas that you love to tell people about. Sure. So the big three or maybe the big four would be uh, starting a service-based business. This is, uh, I can go out and I can solve this problem for another business or another individual. Hours for dollars, but very simple, low overhead, you know, quick to get started. Number two would be starting a product-based business. This could be physical products. This could be digital products. Like I'm going to create an ebook or a video course or a printable and sell it on Etsy or something like that. And it could even be a, um, I'll call it like a hybrid product. And Amazon recently shut down a lot of their print on demand facilities. But for the last several years, like you could upload a design, like a clever t-shirt design or something and have it up for sale on Amazon. They handle the printing and shipping, fulfillment, all that stuff. 
super cool. I call it like a hybrid because it's like you won't, you never had to touch the inventory, but it is a physical product uh, down the road. And then business model number three is an audience-based business model where it's like, I'm going to, um, usually how it works is like, I'm going to create content. I'm going to put it out into the world, podcast, uh, YouTube, blog form, uh, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, you know, there's always new content channels coming up, but it's like, I'm going to try and provide helpful content, entertaining content, and uh, I'll build an audience on the back of that. That gives me options where I could either sell a product or service to that audience, or I can monetize with affiliate relationships, advertising relationships, stuff like that. And then the fourth model is kind of maybe farther down the road. Well, some people start with this one is like the investing model, right? Like we did not invent the term side hustle. People have been buying rental properties for thousands Never, of years. Yeah, right? for like a long it, time, yeah. It's, um, it's a tried and true thing. It definitely can still work. And so I would call investing maybe the fourth leg of that stool or maybe the fourth business model. Okay. And through your journey, you have also created many different tools and things that people can use. And right here I have in front of me um, oh, awesome. a book that, that, uh, that you've done. Uh, and on the back, it's, it's the one word secret to happiness. What's, what's the one word secret to happiness? This is per Tony Robbins. The one word secret is progress, a sense of progress. Like, am I better today than I was yesterday? Can I be better tomorrow than I was today? I love that. Excellent. And yeah, so for the, for the progress journal, it's a simply a day planner that you can make meaningful purpose and progress, right? Progress on your most important work by yours truly. There, there, there you go. So, so wait, where do people go to get this book, by the way? Progressjournal.net will just redirect you over to Amazon. Okay. So through this process, I mean, we're the time frame right now, we're, you know, mid COVID-19 quarantine, where a lot of people are looking at different alternative options to start side hustles, or maybe it is just they're going to start a new business because they either got laid off or who knows what's happening. What have you seen? Have you seen an uptick in people wanting to talk to you about side hustles? What's, what's been going on in your world lately? It's interesting. The first few weeks when it really started, you know, the, the exponential growth really started happening and everybody's like, well, it came out of nowhere. It's like, yes, that's, that's the definition of going viral, right? Like it's exponential. Yeah. Um, but the first couple of weeks- <laughs> Viral, like, uh, virus going viral. Hang on, yeah. wait. <laughs> we got to coin that one. <laughs> it was, you know, everything was down. Like podcast was down. Uh, fewer people commuting is one thing that I'll attribute to that. And just like, that's not what is on people's mind right now. So I think, you know, that the, the business was not immune to that first couple of weeks, uh, Website traffic was down, uh, not a huge amount, but maybe 10, 15% in the last couple of weeks as maybe the reality has set in or the unemployment has set in or the, uh, you know, temporary furloughs. Like, how can I improve my financial resilience? How can I start to cut my own paycheck? How can, what can I do to make extra money? The, the site traffic has picked back up in the last couple of weeks. And I don't, I don't know if the podcast will return until the commuting starts, but definitely uh, I'm seeing some interest in, um, in the web traffic, or at least uh, mm -hmm. according to some uh, of the web metrics. Right. Now, it's interesting because online virtual networking events normally you know after hours events would be something of you know popularity <laughs> and i took a, a fundraising event that was supposed to be for 500 people in a you know live setting it would be after hours wine and dine and appetizers and talking and we actually split it into two virtual events and we did one at 9 30 in the morning and then the same one at 5 30 virtually and we had more people registering in the morning 
than we did in, in the after hours one because everyone's home now. They have things, you know, that they can do in the morning. So I just thought it was really, and it, it's just interesting what's changing and what further will be interesting after we're out of this quarantine. Businesses like yours, I mean, it's going to, I think, grow exponentially and a lot more opportunities are going to arise from this. Are you doing things different? Have you pivoted anything since you've been in quarantine? Well, I haven't had much, I, I don't, like I was just going to say, like I haven't had the time, which is, I, I've been trying to catch myself from saying that to say like I prioritized right. something else. Like that was you know, the, more, the more truthful it, yeah. way uh, of phrasing it. But I'm down to work in just a couple of days uh, a week right now, sharing childcare duties uh, with my wife. Um, so time has right. been really limited, but you know, we're just kind of plugging away at the projects that were in the queue. Some of the editorial uh, content that we had mapped out, you know, keeping a, a buffer of podcast recordings and just like not like trying not to be like super like opportunistic in a way mm -hmm. where it's like you know, here are you know 19 COVID-19 side hustles you could start today like I, I imagine there are people looking for that but it feels kind of greedy in a way like mm -hmm. we had people posting in the Facebook group early on about you know flipping hand sanitizer it's, it's like Guys, stop! You're 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 not helping anyone right now. Um, you're perpetuating the fear, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's part of it. And mm -hmm. one thing that is interesting, I think we're probably at an inflection point for remote work. Um, in that, a lot of these companies that have the ability to still get stuff done remotely are going to say, like, why were we subjecting our employees to an hour of traffic each way? Why are we right. leasing this giant commercial space? Maybe we could. You know, there's still some value mm -hmm. in, you know, person-to-person -person camaraderie and the ideas of, you know, bouncing off working shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder with somebody. But, like, do we need this overhead infrastructure that was just kind of a baked-in assumption before? So mm -hmm. I think that may be interesting. And, obviously, companies like Zoom are well-positioned to, yeah. uh, to facilitate that. But I'm curious, curious what this means for the future of commercial real estate, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, where they've canceled, you know, any open houses or anything, you can just do virtual now, right? Virtual tours, more, more so yeah. than before. And I do see the rise. Yeah, I should have bought into Zoom stock early on, but <laughs> right. uh, so yeah. I mean, I think that there are going to be some changes. And with us, we, you know, we have ten people working for us, and they're all working from home remotely. And it's definitely going to be a different, different world. Fortunately for us, we had already once a week allowed our staff to work from home anyway, but it's interesting to see now what's going to really happen with, with the rest of the world. That's, you know, catching up to that idea from working from home for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's like, I was, you know, I kind of kicked myself for not saying anything to the Amazon guy. I saw out walking the dog the other day. It's just like, thank you. Like, thank you. It's like, it's like seeing a service member, like, thank you for your service. Yeah. It feels weird, but it's like, you're, you know, keeping right. a lot of this infrastructure going and you're putting yourself at risk doing it. So there's trying to limit the the person to person content. It's just a weird, it's just a weird time. It is. I know our mailman uh, or male woman came and normally we have a, a guy and I was like, oh, well, you're new at this. She's like, yeah, we've been working like 10, 12 hour days <laughs> and post office is hiring by the way, <laughs> because it's like people need their mail, people need their deliveries and packages and everything. For sure. Yeah. Did you uh, did you catch up on the uh, Netflix phenomenon, uh, the Tiger King at all? 
I have, I have not. I um, <laughs> was asking my wife about it because I saw everybody posting about it. If she like had read some synopsis, some, you know, but by, by the time the kid, by the time the kids are finally in bed, we're like, all right, let's just go to bed too. Yeah. 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 So, and how many kids do you have? You said? Yeah. Two, two boys. They're four and two. Awesome. I have a, a 12 and 14 year old. So also two boys. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and it's true. It's just interesting working from home. And like this morning I was working on my youngest son, helping him with his homework and realized, oh, I'm supposed to be on a zoom call at 11. Oh no. Oh. You know, like, ah, <laughs> but, uh, How does it work? So this is one yeah. thing we were really like, oh, it could be so much worse. We could have a 12 and 14 year old. Like we would need so much more food. Like, no. what, what are you guys yes. doing for like food supplies? Oh my supplies? gosh. Well, you know, the, we, ha we signed up for delivery um, because they okay. drink milk like it's going out of style. <laughs> so uh, we have milk uh, arriving to us weekly. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's interesting that everybody wanted to stock up on toilet paper. Now I see why, because we're all home, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, fortunately, I already had, you know, a big Costco uh, thing of, of toilet paper before this all started. So hopefully knock on wood, we'll, we'll be okay. Anyway, yeah, so you're right. I mean, it's, and it's just keeping them busy, keeping them on a schedule, doing things, walking the dog. And every day at three o'clock, they meet up with my mother-in-law. She lives a couple miles from us. So they, they meet up uh, on the green belt. They don't, they, they can't talk, you know, touch each other, you know, yeah. six feet distance. And then you know, they say, and then they walk away. So that's been good to like, keep them trying to keep them on a routine, that kind of thing. But you're right. I mean, trying to get work done and doing all the things, all the things, right? <laughs> yeah. And what we found, I don't know if you found the same thing, is like that six foot distance is like awkwardly far. It's, it, it's, yeah. not, like you, it's not like you would be like, you know, hey buddy, you know, right up in somebody's right. grill, but it's just like, or like the maybe, elbow maybe bump, like a half know? a step closer. My friend was telling me about, he went out to drop off some food because their friends had a, a new baby. And his other friend was living across the street, saw him, and he comes out, pokes his head out of the garage, and they're standing there talking like in this awkward six-foot triangle. And he's like, you guys want a beer? Like, all right, <laughs> sanitize it, toss it over, and they're just sitting there. It's like, yeah, yeah. We've done some Zoom parties where like we toast and like put the, you know, the, the, the wine glass to the camera, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> Um, that may so, be a okay. silver lining. Like, I feel like we're talking to family more often than we normally would. I know. Like, yeah. Oh, we got to kill some time here. Let's call grandma again. Yep. And do story times with grandma or whatever, for sure. Yep. So at a, as a, I think I'm just kind of back to what, what you do and, and the things that you're doing. I want to know if you have um, people that you work with, like, what are some success stories? Like, what are some things that people have done that maybe don't take a lot of time because we're you know, like you said, we have to really prioritize our time, but what are some ideas of things that have happened that you've seen other people do that have just been pretty successful? Some time leverage stuff. So this is actually really important because if you think about your like income pie and for me starting out, for almost everybody starting out, like that pie is a hundred percent my job. Like that's my only source of income. And then over time, like maybe you you know, do some investments and you have like a tiny sliver of interest or dividends that's coming your way. But the goal, and, and Warren Buffett puts this like really bluntly, like if you don't figure out a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. And it just hits you and you're like, oh yeah, well, making you know, money in your sleep. I love that. Yeah. And so you're like, well, okay, so how do I do that? And it's like, unless you are proactive about it and you can do that through, you know, a lifetime of investing, sure. And then, you know, draw down in your retirement, but like you can accelerate that. And some common ways to do that would be through building an audience based business where you have time leverage, where you can create a podcast once and it takes the same effort to produce, whether 
10 people listen or 10,000 people listen, right? So you have some leverage there. You can do that through real estate, another common where it's like, okay, again, use, use leverage and acquire rental properties and do all sorts of, and like, you know, earn a return uh, on that. So those are probably the three most mm-hmm. common routes where traditional stock market investing, real estate, and then like building a business. The fastest path is probably this business building path. It's also the arguable, I don't know, maybe it's risky, maybe it's not, because it's like, as long as you limit your downside risk, then you're only risking your time, right? You didn't have to spend a ton of money to get it off the ground. One story that I just love from the Side Hustle Show archives was uh, this dad in Chicago, husband and dad in Chicago. He's got like, I think four kids now, maybe three when we first recorded. His side hustle was fixing motorcycles, straight up, hours for dollars, service-based business, add on Craigslist, like, don't take, don't take your bike to the dealership, don't pay dealership rates, take it to me instead, I know what I'm doing. But what was really cool, or what was really smart of him early on, set up a little camera, filmed himself doing the repairs, and now he's got content from YouTube. And this is 100% speculative in the early days, but he's thinking about that income pie, like, how can I grow that time-leveraged piece of it, that passive piece of it? And today, he's like, because I was like, what, if you stop fixing bikes, like, how do you get content? He's like, well, I, I just buy project bikes or look at whatever a popular model is and look for common problems and I'll fix it. And so he's wow, like, he's looking making, for problems on purpose. That's awesome. Yeah, making money uh, from YouTube ads, making money selling like full engine rebuilds as a digital product. Insurance companies have discovered his channel. They're like, hey, we're looking for an expert to create some you know, motorcycle content for us. Would you be our guy? Like, oh, shoot, yeah, I'll do another video. And it's just... It started out without knowing where it was going to lead and started out, uh, you know, very much hours for dollars. Mm -hmm. But over the course of five or six years has become this completely time leveraged thing. You know, it's got this whole brand built around it. And so that's just one example of, you know, making sure you carve out a little bit of time in your week to devote to these, you know, possibly speculative, low risk, high reward activities, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and video, I mean, is so easily accessible to anybody and we edit video for people. And that's one of the things we said, we, you shoot it, we'll edit it, or you, you put it together, we'll help you do it. And, and I think that that's more of a great example of what you can do with, with video these days, for sure. It seems like you can monetize it too. Yeah. Yeah. We've had guests build entire businesses off of YouTube as a traffic driver. YouTube is sitting at the top of their, you know, marketing funnel, so to speak. One example, I guess not in a make money space is uh, Jacques Hopkins from piano in 21 days.com. Like, Hey, I'll teach you how to play modern songs on the piano in like three weeks flat. Like here's how I do it. And he ranks really well on YouTube for like how to play piano, learn piano fast. You know, it's kind of these high level keywords. Mm-hmm. He does his demo, does his tutorial. And at the end of the video is like, hey, you know, why don't you come in, uh, check out my site, opt in for my thing, come on in, the water's warm. And then that leads people down this ultimate sales funnel where he sells, I want to say a $500 at the high end, you know, online piano course. Right. Which is like- Now I got to go check out the piano course for sure. (laughs) Free free traffic. It's fascinating because like when we first connected and he's got kind of a, a bigger library of content now, but it was like just a couple videos were driving the bulk of his traffic and now he's got paid ads and everything else. But like, it was a really simple kind of visitor flow or customer flow in the early days. It's like, there's a lot of moving parts in online business, mm-hmm. but it's like it's traffic plus conversions. So he had like right. a source of traffic and something to sell them. Right. And mm-hmm. it was like, okay, now I'm off to the races. That's very cool. 
And how would people, if they want to get your help, where do they go to get your help? So the Side Hustle Nation Facebook community is probably like my most active social channel. That's at sidehustlenation.com slash FB. We'll redirect over there. Think of like another place to check out. Like the, obviously the show comes out every week, but if you're kind of in the midst of, you know, the idea phase, you can check out sidehustlenation.com slash ideas. This is my constantly updated list of ways to make extra money. No opt-in required. My hope is by you, the time you scroll down to the bottom, you got like eight or 10 different browser tabs open. If you've, if you've done that, I've done my job and you say like, that sounds interesting. I want to learn more about that. Okay. Let me check that out. That's great. That's awesome. And that's free for people to get your ideas. That's, that's really cool and generous of you. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's a business at the, at the other end too. Right, so just of course. for, for full, full disclosure. Of course. Yeah, no, but that's good. All right. Well, Nick, I really appreciate your time and spending time with me. And I know you've got your kids at home right now with this whole COVID crisis, but thank you for sharing with us. And I'll just give you a little side hustle that we're building. We are creating the marketingexpedition.com for the online community. And so those are places that we're posting uh, ideas and inspiration and podcasts. So our podcasts will go there as well. And the Facebook group is free, but like you said, there is the business on the other side of that. So after all the time that Pepper Shock Media, my company and my husband and I put this together, we thought we would use all of that information and put it together in a website too. So love for you to check that out as well. And uh, maybe I like we can it. do some collaboration, collaboration there. So again, thank well, you me, for this. Uh, well, and yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna turn it around and ask, like, what have you found as the most effective way to market the podcast or market some of your stuff? You know, um, trial and error at first, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but reaching out to others and, and doing swap casting and talking to other people like you and people who um, have some value to give, right? We wanna share and show that with other people on our show. And then, you know, driving traffic to the website, using some marketing automation and Facebook ads and just building our community. And really it was just doing monthly webinars to start. Uh, and oh, then okay. Facebook, Facebook live became a thing. And so, um, we're, we're doing zoom webinars and Facebook lives and that kind of helps attract people. And then the Facebook group has been growing. Oh, I should go, like take a note. Yeah. So like, shoot, I should, I should do some of this. Yeah. Stuff. Well, I, I think that the Facebook group, we have like a little over 500, we'll have like 550 people on it now, but it's like within the last two weeks with this COVID thing, it's like grown exponentially. <laughs> people want to know what, what they need to do in order to market their business to keep their business yeah. alive. Right. So we've been, um, just helping people as much as we can. We've been doing virtual meetups and networking. So you're welcome to join us. We're going to do the social hour shut in shindig on uh, okay, Thursdays okay. at 4.30 Mountain Time. And then on Fridays, because I told you how sometimes people can do in the morning versus afternoon. So on the opposite Friday, so next Friday, not this Friday, we're going to do the uh, marketing expedition virtual meetup. So it's free okay. to join and people can tell us all about their business and who they are and job seekers too, because you know we're in a world right now that we have a lot of people looking for work and to no fault of their own. So business owners, job seekers, marketing people, people that just want to get some ideas to, to help them market their business too. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah that's, that's awesome to be, you know, at the hub of you know, making these connections and that's a, that's a really I love cool place to, to be. connect people. I love people. I'm an extrovert by nature. Um, you know, that meme that's been floating around that says like introvert 
people check on your extroverts, they're not okay. I, I resemble that. <laughs> so like virtual hugs are what I get to do now. But yeah, I mean, it's a great way to still connect with people, even though it's through Zoom, you know, Zoom parties. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know my, yeah. my four-year-old is like, can I see my friends in rectangles today? And it's like, like, oh yeah. my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, what's rectangles? Is that? Uh... Yeah, that's his, you know, Zoom call with his classmates. Oh, in rectangles. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, nice. Hey, that's pretty good for a four-year-old to figure out the shape. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, our kids too, like they've been Google Hangout and chatting and um, I did a Zoom party for them. We were supposed to do a big, massive spring break, mega sleepover party, right? And um, so then we had to postpone it, but then all the announcements and my poor little guy was like, mom, all my friends were supposed to come over and, you know, they had all the plans and what they were going to eat and who was going to bring what and what games they were going to play, video games, all this stuff. And ended up being that they were just, you know, on Zoom. So <laughs> at least at least we could still connect them that way. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's, it's tough for, for those guys. And it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough times for everybody, but. Absolutely. Uh, at well, least I know. Able to connect. We're going to, I'm going to um, fill out yours to swap and we'll, we'll get on a call together again and we'll get this out there as soon as possible because I think it's valuable information for people to hear from you. So I really appreciate you uh, spending time with me today and, um, and doing this for me or with us, you- I should, for the audience really is what it is. <laughs> you bet. Well, thanks so much for the invite and um, catch up soon. All right. Thanks, Nick. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.